official Warp Speed Podcast. And I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. With me always, Mr. Nick Valdez. Tex, how the hell are you, man? What's up? Oh, man. Howdy, everybody. Howdy, Arturo. Uh, we actually have a pretty stacked week today, surprisingly. Yeah. Uh, we wasn't really expecting that. You know, looking I know. At, we got a fun show. Yeah. So for the coming attractions, we'll jump in first uh, with the newest trailer for Barbie. Uh, you know, we, we've been throwing around Barbie as like something we're interested in. But at the same time, this newest trailer, man, kind of kind of cemented that for me. Like we, we got Dude. we got to look at the story and like what this whole thing is going to be about. And I mean. I'm in, man. I am so in. Yeah. <laughs> My wife wants to watch it because we got this trailer when uh, we saw the feature presentation for today, The Little Mermaid, right? So mm-hmm. we got the Barbie trailer. My daughter wants to watch it. My wife wants to watch it. So we're in. Yeah. You know, uh, Grayson, my son, he's coming along. We're like, let's go, Grayson. Yeah. You're just going to come along and watch the Barbie movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but um, yeah, so like they're all interested, which is great because it's like, you know, I'm glad you guys, you know, I'm glad their interest is peaked adult and child alike right yeah, meaning like, that it's it's um it's hitting to the right audience which is like the freaking which is everybody what, you would think uh, yeah, which, like a 10 year old all the way to the 65 year old because of the brand right yes like, like it's barbie is the brand right like it's yeah it's, mattel is is such a big name in terms of like just toys and you and i we had the the awesome benefit of growing up in an era where we were able to go to toys r us and buy toys and mattel was everywhere yes and dude the barbie section alone yeah. in every Toys R Us this bright pink aisle everywhere you get blinded by the light there um, and it's just great name recognition and um, at first I was very curious to see what uh, Greta Gerwig would um, uh, put out there being that um, everything she's done is very dramatic um, right. very you know adult orientated um, and then we got to see this uh, most recent trailer which I, th- I believe it could be the final trailer right no you know what probably not I, I think this is actually yeah. the, the actual first full one we'll right probably get one more like yeah. right before it hits yeah yeah great and you know what? i can't wait to see a little bit more but like just what we got here um this looks so fun text yeah. like legit yeah. it looks outright like a good fun movie uh freaking um what's his name um ryan gosling gosling yeah man like He's he looks like he's having fun. I haven't seen Gosling in that kind of role, man, in a long time. So yeah, it's, it's like he's he's uh he, he's bringing back his uh his freaking Mickey Mouse Club roots, right? Yeah, so. <laughs> and you know that's the thing too. Like it it looks like yeah, Barbie's coming to the real world, you know. But there there are like some adult jokes, but it's also yeah. like if if your daughter's also interested in it, like that's that's one yeah. thing I was I was wondering about because you know Barbie's like you said Barbie's in all demos kind of kind brand right and it's yeah. like well you can't really make it for kids because you know you, you're barbie like kids already have those barbie movies those little animated yes. ones that came out on like dvd and stuff like that right yeah but, they're yeah they were all on netflix like barbie goes to the internet and hacks stuff and stuff right <laughs> right and you know and the first trailer had some adult jokes in it like oh you beach me off and stuff like that right and you, you see those and you're like well okay what what's gonna what's gonna actually happen here and no Mm -hmm. it it looks like it's all meeting in the middle we'll have enough little adult jokes that might fly over kids heads but like you know i'm I'm in yeah why not right you know what's funny like um it it reminds me um a lot of that time uh homer went into the 3d world right like into the real world right right? he's just walking around like looking like oh my god what is this you know so it's very cool how like it's treated as like, hey, like you're not supposed to be here. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, I kind of really dig that angle. Like, hey, like you're not like we understand you're not a real like human being. Like we know you're the actual Barbie doll that came into the real. So I'm glad they have that kind of that wherewithal to kind of understand like the situation. You know, so I, it's like you said, it meets right in the middle. You know, yes. it's not just for kids, but it, it's also written in a way where you it seems to have this really cool story around it. You know what I mean? I'm excited about it. It comes out the same week as Oppenheimer. Um, I'm definitely going to prioritize Barbie over Oppenheimer. Yeah, Barbie's the Um, high prio for me that weekend. (laughs) We're going to see both, and that's going to be... We're going to see both, but Barbie, man, especially after this trailer... I'm down. Yeah, I'm it, in 1,000%. It's going to be a very um, interesting combo that week, you know, because... I got to buy a bunch of tickets for the family yeah, as well, so yeah, I'm excited about it. Uh, speaking of things we're excited about, uh, we got the final trailer for The Flash, and, like... Thanks. Thankfully, like, it's still, you know, 
it's still more, but also like it's still kind of showing us the same stuff, but more the same yes. stuff. So it's very yeah. smart yes. in that, like, okay, what else is happening in the rest of this movie, and what is exactly. actually happening in this movie? Right? It's like what is going yeah. on, and you know, we know Barry's gonna do some time travel. We know, you know. I'm pretty sure the Ben Affleck stuff is probably like in the beginning, right? Like it probably starts in like Agreed. The, in the main Snyder verse where Flash was in the beginning, and then whatever he does is what sets off the Michael Keaton okay. and so, all that, right? Um, the final trailer. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. There's a um a voice over there where um uh, Barry tells uh you know Bruce like, hey, I got something for you from somebody you know. Um, those familiar with Flashpoint Paradox can recall the point of the of the film or the story where he comes back and gives him the letter from his parents. Remember yes, that? Yes. Um, so I definitely think you are right. I, I think we're dealing with the Ben Affleck Batman situation in the current universe, right? At first, just to establish that. And then from there, we get that little conversation about like, oh, I want to go back in time, blah, 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 and all that stuff. And then we probably go back at the end with Batman. I, I definitely agree. But I love this trailer because it just establishes absolutely all the main players here. You know what I mean? It gives you Zod. It gives you um, Supergirl. It gives you Batman. It gives you Ben Affleck. It gives you everything that you need to know in terms of characters. It's like, here, this is what we're playing with. Let's let's do this. And then on top of that, dude, like it's like you said, like they're not showing a whole lot. It's like they're showing the same stuff from different angles. Yes. You know, yes, like, exactly um, like a different yeah. second of that scene, you know? Um, so I am very excited about it because it's, it's like two and a half hours, I think. And we, I'm, I'm pretty damn sure we haven't seen the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. I know. Like the thought of two and a half hours, right. It's like, you hear that and we're like, Oh no, but we also did just sit through fast X and we did just praise it. Right. So yeah, like, but you know what? But though, text like, I want these two and a half yeah. hours. You know, I'm excited to go into this thing wanting these two and a half hours. Right. Um, I, I do hope they are used wisely. There is so much hype behind this movie text that is um it's a tiny bit concerning to me um only because uh um when that happens at times you know the payoff isn't as yeah, it, uh, it as great as i'd like it to be yeah it can't match you know? the hype like you know yeah. if it gets um, blown up right it's like yeah, yeah for instance um like even before the tickets were you know on sale they were saying oh this is gonna you know out you know out uh pace uh guardians of the galaxy in terms of money it's like okay cool but how are you how are you forecasting that the tickets haven't even been sold yet you know so um i'm a little concerned about all the hype what i see though looks good tech yeah and it's been looking good since the super bowl spot we got right the big game spot we got back in february from what we've been looking at it looks great right you know and that's i completely agree you know there are so many like early screenings already like so many critics have seen it like months ago and stuff like that like it's been shown and like early things and i think i think you're even going to one you're planning to go to one of these early yes um, there is a um an imax fan like special screening dropping in like in exclusive imac theaters like in just the ones with the enormous screen so um i'm lucky enough to grab a couple tickets to that um and i'm drops on a monday man on uh june 12th yeah and so that's several what I mean. days before that and this is before one, so. even the movie comes out so this is like yes. still i didn't even hear by the way like i didn't even hear about this fan only event like i was scrolling through instagram and i was on the flashes ig because it was after they dropped um a new tv spot a little while ago mm-hmm. and i was like fan only event what the hell is this because because me and tex off air we were we were talking hey one of these flash tickets gonna drop one of these flash tickets gonna drop because you know we're almost into june and they they haven't put them out yet and all of a sudden you know i'm looking at my amc um a-list stuff and you see times there but nothing saying it says coming soon and we're like oh my god hopefully it's gonna drop and then i saw that post and um you know what i was like damn i wish i would have seen it sooner to get better seats but i am glad that i i am lucky enough to get some tickets that will have some pretty good sighting of that big ass right. screen and this um, is all ju- this is all to say so that excited. they're hyping this so excited yeah this is all to say that they're hyping this big time 
right? Like this Huge. is this is a big thing. Like, and this is also kind of like Warner Brothers Discovery needs this to work. Like that's the thing they like they they need it to happen. Not only is it their big temple release of the year, yes, like they they need it to work for like in order to set up like DC Studios. So question though, Tex. Yes. Okay. I'm glad you mentioned DC Studios. Right. Will this, will the success of this movie, I think we've mentioned this like in passing before or even off air, with, will the success of this movie, will this change things for James Gunn oh, and the trajectory of his future? Undoubtedly, because, you know, the thing is, that future does not exist yet. Like, you know, especially now with you have the strike going on, from, you have the Writers Guild strike, you have directors, you have the Directors Guild talking about striking too, and like, we might get like a full total shutdown eventually. And like, mm. with mm-hmm. all of that, James Gunn literally hasn't written the first movie in DC Studios' lineup yet. Like, he, yep. he has yet to write Superman Legacy. So it's like, at this point, that stuff's so ephemeral of course, and of course, he's not the one in charge. That's the other thing, too. Like, yeah, it's the same thing with Feige. We can be like, oh, Feige's in charge of all the Marvel stuff, but he answers to people, too. Like, you know, yes, and, I agree. Yeah. And <laughs> the same thing with Gunn. James Gunn, they're allowed, like, that's an essential thing. It's like, they're allowing him to do this, you know? And if if one of those, if Zaslav or whatever says, hey, Flash, is, Flash did so well for us, we're going to need you to, like, uh, there's the Flash 2 script that was like apparently already written and stuff like that. Like, I know I heard about that. You know, of course, like plans can change because those plans, as much as they want them to exist, do not exist yet. You know, so it's like, well, if, if this movie turns out to be super, super, super successful, we're going to get like, you know, I'm pretty sure one of the studio heads is going to be like, well, why aren't we making more of this one? Why, why yeah. instead are we getting, you know, creature commandos or it's like, or, or whatever <laughs> exactly. they're going they're gonna to they're gonna look at that and be like, well, why are we getting Swamp Thing? Where's Flash 2? Where's, you know, where, where's all this? And where's Supergirl? Yes. Right? Where's, where's our Supergirl movie? Where's our, you know, where's our Michael Keaton? Where's Batman? the Michael Keaton? Batman? Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. The stuff they, they just canceled. But it's like, if this turns out to be a success of I will, like, I'm will going to say, like, there's no doubt that it changes in some way, right? Because, you know, and it's also Warner Brothers. As much as they say, hey, we're sticking to this plan, Warner Brothers is also, we've we've seen this already, right? It's like, they, yeah. they're willing to toss out Black Adam completely and do all this. I'm pretty sure this is far from the last of the big, like, the big swings yeah, that we'll see from um, them, you know? I am so excited about this text. Yes! I know! <laughs> um, it's it's going to cause... I love it in terms of um, the back-end drama right. that it's going to cause yeah. in DC. The stirring of the pot, as they say, yeah. right? Especially with how things were just so pre-forecasted and just yes. kind of, you know, everything was talked way ahead of schedule. Yeah. You know, oh, we're going to have this. And as you mentioned, nothing has been written yeah. on paper. Yeah. And it's wild that they even... Um, set a release date of July 2025. That's like, yo, you're going to have to push that back. As you mentioned, writer strike. On top of that, there's also an extra strike looming yeah. as well if things don't get worked out, as you mentioned. So, I mean, we'll see. You know, It's tough, man. It is tough, man. Yeah. And you know what's even more tough is um, is um, the whole debacle with Ezra Miller, you know, yeah. um, and, and, and how much – how much charisma is just kind of oozing off that trailer? You know, it's, it's freaking shame I mean, right now. I know, you know, that's the thing. Like, for as much as Ezra Miller does, if this movie does super well, that unfortunately it's Hollywood. We've seen this happen many, many times where it's like, yeah, ultimately the money talks. And, you know, yeah. if Ezra Miller's starring in a movie that made that, like, let's say it makes its money, right? Let's say it makes like a good amount of money back or whatever. Let's say it gets super good critical reception. And you have every one of those critics going, well, Ezra Miller did all these things, but they're good in this movie. It's like, well, you know. Yeah, the box office penance, yeah, right? I mean, <laughs> it, that it's done wonders, you know. And yeah. if people will continue to pay for people, if, you know, it's it's the kind of thing. It's We might see that happen with Jonathan Majors, too. That's a whole other conversation. But it's like, it's in the same boat of like, well, if the box office talks and it's, you know, ultimately. The Majors ones, uh Looks a little bit more stickier than the Ezra yes, one right now. But at the, um, but that's also the thing. Like if the box office talks, 
you know, and you know, and one of speaking of majors, uh, did you hear? Um, since we're on the topic of superheroes and stuff like that right now, and this, uh, like, did you hear that they scrubbed majors from all the all the Loki season two stuff? Okay, he's completely so, not in it. So okay, so the the correct the correct version of that, uh, what I've yeah. seen is that he was stripped from the promotional materials and not stripped. Oh, so he's still in the show. So not stripped per se, just as in yeah. the promotional materials that they've shown at like the the con. I forget what the con recently was, but what it was reported is that oh they, the Brazil con, right? Yeah, Something like yeah, that, right? Yes. Yeah. What was promoted was, or uh, what was noted is that he was not involved in the promotional reel or whatever they showed. So it's not that he was stripped from the show because okay, okay. it's already done. Like the thing is like the Loki season two has been done. It's been in the can already. Yeah. And you have, you have a new CEO, Bob Iger or old new old CEO. Who's, who's not a, like for the same company. That's also paring back all these shows, right? That they're starting to delay stuff. They're starting to, they're not going to go and spend the money to edit him out of the show. That's already done. You know, so it's like they're mm-hmm. they're not about to go pay millions of dollars just to take him out. So he's he's in this show, regardless of the mm-hmm. yeah, regardless of the, he's in the show. He's probably just not going to be in trailers. Got you, got you. Yeah, okay. So that, speaking of which, though, speaking of a trailer, um, we got another uh, a Marvel's trailer yes. in front of uh, uh, the Little Mermaid, right? And my daughter loves Kamala. My wife loves Kamala, and really? they were like, they're like, who's this girl over here? I'm like. It's Marvel, really? you know. So I, so I showed them the Disney show, you know, and you know they're totally down for Kamala Khan, and really? they want to watch the Marvel oh, because good. of that. So that's good. Yeah, man. so I'm excited about that. And of course, like I told them, like she's probably gonna steal every scene she's in. Anyways, from one Marvel property yes. to another Marvel property, <laughs> um, and this time in the virtual video game form, um, Marvel Spider Man Two. We finally got um, we got a little teaser earlier on in the month, but now we got a gameplay trailer. Yeah, like, and the reason I wanted to bring this up here is because, like, the buddies at home. Uh, if did mm-hmm. you, uh, Arturo, do you ever get to like actually go back and play the first one? Did you ever finish it? I ne- I never finished it, but I I think I'm I legit. In like 50, 55% okay. into the game. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's one of those games where it's like, it's, it's awesome. yeah, it's super awesome, but also like you can watch the cutscenes and pretend, you know, just mm-hmm. pretend it's like an animated movie or whatever, you know, yeah. and like, uh, buddies at home, uh, go check out the, the cutscenes for the first one and go check out for Miles Morales. Cause the thing is, they're good stories. And the only reason I wanted to bring it up is cause Spider Man PS4, that first one, kind of lined up with some of the stuff we saw on No Way Home. You know, it's like yes. we got Sinister Six stuff in No Way mm-hmm. Home. It was in the game and in the game uh in the game on uh, spoilers for you know spoiler alert for uh, Spider-Man PS5 or PS4. Aunt May dies in the game too mm-hmm. and yep. know, and she dies in No Way Home. So it's like we get we got these little connecting tissues and one of the things that people noticed especially was that you know at the end of No Way Home that Peter, you know Peter's all by himself in an apartment, you know, and he's starting from scratch in Spider-Man uh in the game that's how he starts the game. Peter is That's how he starts. Yeah, yep. Peter's in that apartment, basically the same apartment. They like found something super close. And if I were Sony and if I were like, you know, building my Spider-Man universe and we had this game like, you know, the game Spider-Man 2 has Craven in it. It's got we have the black suit, we have the the symbiote here, so we have black suit Spider-Man and, you know, Yes, have- I have questions about that. So, um in in the first game did he get the symbiote? So, is that why he has it now in in this one? No. So that's the other thing. In in the game, the symbiote was only shown uh, to be used for Harry Osborn, which is okay. which is also super like interesting because there's at the end of the game, Norman like Harry goes. To, I I kind of forget what happens to Harry in the game, but like he you know uh, he's caught in a thing and you like he's near death. And in the game, Harry uh, Norman Osborn's using the symbiote to like heal harry and so that's the last Dope. that's the last we see of like the 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 black goop and interesting so in, you yeah. know in this first look at part two it's full-on peter right like it's full-on like peter black suit peter with like he's angry and he's yeah. using the venom powers and stuff like that and it was teased when this game was first announced that we would actually get to see venom you know, and it's going to be voiced by Tony Todd, which is like just nice. Yeah, it's just dope it's stuff, a nice right? Nice touch. Yeah. Okay. And so 
this is this is where it's all coming together because we have also have Miles Morales in it and it, like we have stuff like that. We have the black suit, so it's like the reason I want to bring this all up is because is this where they're heading with like Spider Man Four? What's gonna happen with Across the Spider Verse? Like, are yeah. are we eventually gonna get a Miles who's like live action? You know, is he gonna jump out of the movie? Like, is he gonna jump out of the animated universe at the end of the movie yeah. and be like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm. Here I'm live action. Oh, here's Tom Holland's Peter Parker. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's even more so, Tex. Um, to your point, let's talk about Craven a little bit, yeah. right? Um, we know for sure he is getting a movie one thousand yes. percent, right? Um, Aaron Taylor Johnson of Kick-Ass fame, um, is playing another superhero yeah. right? after his Quicksilver stint. Yeah, the first uh, the first footage detailed from like CinemaCon earlier this year uh, says it's like super hard, like R rated. You know, it's like bloody huh. and like you say curse words and, sh- and stuff like that so like i interesting yeah um this <sighs> version it's funny when i saw the, the 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 trailer i thought the first person that we saw was, was the craven the version yeah, yeah. of craven i'm like oh is this the, you know the, the way they're gonna do it not bad and then craven comes out yeah, we get full um, comic booky like lion yeah wearing the lion skin and stuff like that but right? i do it works though you know, yeah. like it's um, it doesn't look so extravagant. You know what I mean? Um, it especially I think also because the voice actor is doing a fantastic job of just giving him this like very like you know European kind of accent. Yeah. Like, and that's yeah, and that's also why I'm telling the buddies at home like even if you don't want to play the game or don't have time for the game, look up the cutscenes because they're legit. Yeah. Like it's a good story, and that first game has like a really good like it's Doctor Octopus and like you know and then he's dealing with Sinister Six stuff at the same time. Yep. It's like it's good story stuff. So yeah, it is good shit. Uh, I'm excited for Spider Man Two mostly because the story. Like that's the thing. Yeah, it's gonna be a fun game, but. That story is going to be good, and we'll see whether or not it, it leads us into Spider-Man's future. You know yeah, what I mean? and I love how they're interchanging from Spider-Man. You, so pretty much, you, 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 like, in the gameplay trailer itself, you start off as Peter doing the sweet, awesome Venom-looking oh, yeah, moves, man. Yeah. It, it looks so smooth. And that one scene where he's like, he's uh, he charges up the wall and just kicks him on the wall. Uh, yeah, it yeah, just looks kicks, really, kicks really that good. Dude like twenty thousand times, right? Yeah. yeah, it looks really nice. Yeah. And then from there, he tag teams into Miles because Miles is back in you know like uptown. He's close to Harlem that way uh, because Craven is going after um after um, uh, Doc Connors. Yeah. yeah, the lizard. Yeah, and and like it's dope how there's going to be that dynamic, especially how in that uh, boat chase scene, how it went seamlessly from miles to Peter. Right. Dude, it's going to be, it looks awesome. Dude, I was so into those 12 minutes, like those 12 minutes. I was like, just watching it. Like, Oh, I need to watch more. Where's the rest of it? See, that's the thing too. Like, it's just, yeah, it's a, it's a good game to play and watch. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. Yes. And so, buddies, absolutely agree. It's coming out and like, it's scheduled for the fall. So, you know, we, buddies at home, you have plenty of time to go look up both Spider Man and Miles Morales because there's a, that's a part one and like a, not a full part two, but like a 1.5. Like, it, it, Miles Morales, 1.5. Yeah, it Got helps you. to build, bridge the gap, you know, and introduce Miles. Do and those, stuff like um, that. yeah. Does anything intertwine between those games, by the way, Tux? No, no. In terms of, like, whether or not it connects to, like, other things in the universe, no. it's Yeah, like, is there knowledge of each other in that universe? Or, like, they're just separate, like... You know, Miles Universe and then Peter Parker Universe. Oh, no, yeah, they're they're totally – because Miles is in part one. Uh, he's yeah. yeah, he's introduced okay. in part one, you know, and he gets his own spider powers. And Peter finds out at the end of part one that Miles has powers. Okay, yeah, that, I didn't get yeah, that. It, I'm definitely going to watch the cutscenes. Yeah, yeah, it was like – because it's, it's legit. Uh, it's a cool story. It's a full like – yeah, just pretend it's an animated movie, you know. And no, just, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And speaking of animated movies, yes. um, folks, uh, <laughs> now it's time for our feature presentation. Now, folks, we have kind of like a double feature at Jace for you guys, right? right. Uh, b- 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 before we get into the Little Mermaid text. Oh, yeah. Before we get to Little Mermaid, um, I just want to give a little um, – have a little conversation about Netflix's FUBAR, Arnold Schwarzenegger's new movie. I mean, new show. Yeah. On Netflix. <laughs> um, um, I, I so – listen, listen. That's a Freudian slip yeah. because I so wished it was a movie. Yeah. But then after being four episodes in, I'm kind of glad it's a show. It's definitely um, – 
I'm having fun with it, Tex. I have to admit, I was very reluctant to start watching this. And I was like, Tex, how is it, man? Is it, you know, how can I start watching? And then Tex was like, I don't know, man. It's hard to explain it. You just got to watch the first episode. Like, you got to watch the first one. And then from there, we can just have a conversation about it. Um, and, And it's so true. The first episode is a little bit rough, but... After you get the you know the small little kinks out and you understand what you're working with, which is honestly like a '90s um, action TV show, right? Yes. Like you know, f- for instance, Thunder in Paradise, '90s action TV show, right? Something along those lines where there's cool technology, there's spy stuff going on, Magnum PI stuff going on, you know, like there's um, a bunch of cool stuff going on here. Um, so but, Arnold, but at the plays, same time, you know, at the same time, everyone's throwing out like the worst jokes, or it's like. Oh, Everyone, yeah, terrible. Yeah, everyone's got quips. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like, uh, terrible cringe 90s jokes and dad jokes are being thrown yes, out everywhere. Yes. Um, and eventually, it just kind of works with everything, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, in comparison to Arturo, I've seen the whole thing. So I, yeah. I can confidently say, I know when you hear it gets better, it's, it's a little tough, right? Cause you're like, you're looking at a show and you're like, oh man, that first, the first episode is such like a tough time. Yeah, because it's yeah, like it is. I I would one hundred percent not fault anybody for being like, you know what, I'm done. I'm not gonna watch it. I I get it. But then towards the end of that first episode, something starts to click, and you're like, huh. And then you watch the second one. You're like, yes. yeah. You're like, wait a minute. And you know, buy the third one. You're yes. like, wait, that's a what minute. it is. Yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> At the end of the first one, and I was like, huh. All right. Next episode, sure. Why not? let's see where this goes. And then they do a really good job of leaving you with some awesome cliffhangers that you're like, (laughs) damn it, I got to see what happens next. I got to see what happens next. You know, so um, it's it's a fun show. That's all I'm saying for now. I haven't watched, I have four hours left of the show. That's the only thing I got to say that I wish the episodes were a little bit more manageable in terms of length. But then again, like, it's like I haven't complained of any like excess stuff there because because it's one of those shows, you know, like that it's a show that kind of you can imagine on TV working with commercials, yeah, right? Um, it, it's like, so it, it's one of those things. Yeah. Like you can have it on the background while you cook or some shit, yeah, you know, um, yeah. or, or while you work, or you do homework and stuff and you can always jump in. It's funny because I was I was doing laundry last night while I was watching it. Right. And then. I put it on. I went to go put the laundry on. I came back. I was right where where I needed to be. You know, I understood yes. the situation, what was going on. It's it's easily written in a way where you can just jump in and out. Um, and that's definitely on purpose in terms of uh just being a simplistic. Um, because it, it helps with Arnold that he you know you know it's Arnold. He's not Oscar winner. He's Arnold. Yes. You know, so um, it's written in a way that it works with Arnold's talents, right? Um, and at first. I, I, I even told Tex, I'm like, man, old Arnold's a little rough, right? right? But then you realize, like, oh, you know, you're not doing like action Arnold. You're just you're you're doing Arnold, the actor, you know, playing this, you know, ex yeah, or you know, almost retired just, CIA agent, yeah, right? When you when you re- <laughs> like, it's so strange, right? I think that's what it is. It's it's us getting used to the fact that like he's just playing a dude. Right. Like he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like a hyped up, you know, he's amped up CIA agent or whatever. And he, you know, he's skilled at doing all this stuff. Cause it's, but, cause it, it's not true lies, Arnold, yeah. right? It, it's totally different. Yeah, you know it, what I mean? It's, it's yeah. an Arnold who's like, yo, he, he, he messes up a lot. You know, he, you know, he has his own, he's got a very like, it, it's a personality to where it's like, oh, am I supposed to root for this guy? He's kind of an, he's yeah. kind of an asshole, and like he's kind of a dickhead, yes, right? Like the psychiatrist. Yes, like he's he's a real <laughs> dick, and like and it's so like and it, you see that working, and you see Arnold actually have have a character. I think that's what yeah. it is. Ultimately, yeah. I think that's what it is. I'm just so yeah. impressed that he's like playing a dude. You know, he's not he's not Arnold in a thing. He's he's yeah. a dude. Yeah. You know? When um I'm I'm a huge Arnold man yeah from his bodybuilding stuff to his film you know what I mean when like I'm lifting I, I'm coming I, you know what I mean uh, yeah yeah dude, like like freaking love the guy yeah, right um and seeing him in his seeing him after his action stuff right like he did um he did one where he was a sheriff right yeah, where the last uh, stand. yeah the, yeah that one I saw it I was like that was pretty decent. 
It wasn't too bad, you know. It was it wasn't great, but it was watchable. He hasn't done the best, right? He's he's obviously slowed down. He doesn't have the the Arnold, you know, the essence, the essence of Arnold that from the '90s, you know, from Terminator Two and all that stuff. And um, I'm 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 very proud of him. Yeah, this is what this is, this is all for. I'm very proud of Arnold yeah. because um, he's out of his comfort zone. Yes, he's doing action stuff, and the action, by the way, in the show. Awesome. Yeah, that's the other thing Good too. Stuff. Like for yeah, and it, you, that's what I was trying to tell Artero in the beginning. Like, and so we'll we'll say this to the buddies at home too. Like, check definitely check out that first episode, see what you think, right? Because yeah. like this is also well, I totally agree with Artero that like it seems at first that it would have been a great movie, and I'm sure it would have. Mm-hmm. But like as by the end of episode eight, I found myself going, huh, I'll watch another season. You know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. like, I'm, Dude, I'm kind of, I'm like, tech. yeah, I'm into it. You know? I'm, also the characters yeah, too, right? Yeah. Like, over the episodes, they do a good job of just layering these characters out where you're like, damn, dude, I'm, you know, I like Uncle Barry. I like Tina. You know, I don't mind Rue anymore. You know, yeah, Rue just, Rue, you know, grew under my yes, skin right there. Rue, you know, Rue at, the, uh, Rue at first, they gave her like all like the, like the goofy. Yeah, she was the, the comic relief goofy yeah, person, right? And they gave her a um, ton of those lines. But then, like. Yeah, so I think after the first one, she figured out how to properly, not how to deliver the lines, but how to kind of put blinders on the character yeah, because like the, it, the character it, was going wild yes. in the first yeah. one quip after quip after quip after quip and then the second one it was more focused more direct so i'm, I'm pretty sure the actress figured out what to do with rue and rue is he's great the, the handsome guy i forgot what his name was alden yes. right alden he he became a legit real character in that bar scene in episode three yes. right I, I think it was dude i'm like holy crap you're like you're a good character, you know? Yeah, and um, that's the thing. Like, it's yeah. it's so, like, it's so heightened and it's so action movie world. But, like, they, mm-hmm. they add these little touches of, of like, a yes. of mm-hmm. a dramedy, sh- like, a, a drama show, yeah. right? It's like they... A family drama yeah, show, yeah. right? Like, because, it, 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 like, it does have those personal connections because everyone now, for instance, I just got to the point where, you know, they're all meeting each other for the first time, yes. right? But they're all on their aliases and stuff like that. So it's, um, it's, it's, it's... A, it's very cool the way they all play off against each other. They did a good job with the actors having um, just growing that chemistry. Um, and like you said, after the first one, like it, it feels like everyone figured it out, right? Yeah. Um, everyone hammered out all the kinks and just smoothed everything out in terms of line delivery, the jokes too. Um, like for instance, there's this a cuckold joke that Arnold just kind of delivers that he just keeps saying cuckold, and, and then Barry's just trying to like you know look at him like hey, I don't think you know what that really means. Yes, and yes. so it's like you know it has that good. 90s action thing going on there yeah. too so and um, yeah, yeah like for as much yeah. as i could say for every for every dumb joke for every like part <laughs> that just like for every dumb joke that or like for every something that doesn't work there's there's yeah. like something else that really works so that's that's a weird like this is also yeah, yeah. the heart that ultimately why i was trying to like i was trying to explain it to you but also i couldn't come like yo because you can't really yeah and so you'll see by the time you get to it's something like it's something that not a lot of people will will appreciate it's not really for everyone in in my opinion but it is for those in my you know in my era that understand the 90s shows like baywatch and 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 thunder in paradise and 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 the stuff on usa you know it's made for arnold fans i think that's what it is it's made for arnold fans and when you think oh arnold schwarzenegger can't hold down an eight-hour show here I am going, you know what? I'll watch season two. I'll watch another eight. Yeah, you know? <laughs> but you know what, though? He doesn't hold it down on his own. And, and that's the yes, beauty of it. Like, yeah. they've built the show enough, even uh, on episode four as I am, they've built it enough out that I'm interested in what's going on with all the characters. His, his ex-wife, Donatello's going on, cheating on people, yeah, right? Yep. Like, like, um, like, I'm interested in everyone's character. Um, I, I really enjoy what they're doing with the B stories and the C stories, like with the, with um, um, Emma and Carter, right? Like in that marriage line, you know, the, the old marriage storyline and the C story now with the ex-wife, you know, at the gym, you know, digging a little too much, yes, you know, yes. I, I love how that's going down. So dude, you know, like surprisingly so like they're, they're doing a great job with this show. It's, it's actually very captivating after you get past the first 
30, 45 minutes of that first yeah, episode, and, right? And that's the thing. Yeah. It's tough. You know, it's, it's tough to say that because I, I 100% get it, right? Like going back to that, yeah. like I get it. If you're watching that first one, you're like, man, all right, I'm not feeling it. You dip out, but I'd say give it till the end of that first episode. If you're not at least interested in going, oh, I kind of want to see the next one, you know, to like fill out that two hour movie, then I get that. Yeah. But yeah. if not, you know, yeah. hey, and good villain too, Gabriel Luna, who, uh, oh yeah, he's, he's borrowed. Yes. He's, he's doing great. Yeah. Man, man that what a, what an intensity he, he has as, as a heel, yeah, right? Like his, like his, he's owning those scenes. His man. first real scene uh, as like the main heel where he's like, uh, he calls up like, uh, the dude who's like, where, where he's basically like, where's my money? Where did the money go? And stuff like that. And just, yes, at the, yeah, at the music thing, right? Like at the dinner they're yes, having. Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah, stuff. I, Good yeah, stuff. just takes him out immediately. That you got the drummer covered in blood and stuff like that, still having to play. And he's like, "Great, continue playing." Yeah, yeah. You know, like <laughs> very, very nineties, like south american yeah, villain yeah, you know he, like how they had like in um uh in, I can't he, even you know what Arturo, that's perfectly it because he but that's what it is it. right he, he understands what he's like, there to be yeah yeah this is kind of what expendables should have been right um expendables we never covered expendables here or ever talked about it i don't think it's worth it to be honest <laughs> with you um it's, it's expendable it's, yeah. it's it's too much. You know what I mean? Like, it's too much. Here you have, like, an aged action star. You know, obviously, I love the fact that they made him um, pretty much, you know, right before retirement, yes. which explains the age, explains how slow he is and all that stuff. So you don't have to kind of – you forget, like, you easily – forget that Arnold was freaking Conan. You know, the, the minute he's, you know, retirement, he just wants to ship. He's having, you know, marrow problems. Like it's um it's very cool to see how they just wrote this up and worked the show around Arnold and put very like not amazing actors around him, but people who can do the the job, yes. right? People who can do the job and still make him look good because he still looks good. He's he looks good. Yeah, every time I'm looking at Arnold in one of these scenes, I'm like yeah, bro, we're loving it, dude. Yeah, like, I'm yeah. enjoying him. I'm I'm enjoying him there where he goes like, "Oh, the chopper and get me a beer." You yeah, know, it's he, like uh, they, it's like Arnold. They I love do you. throw little in little references to to Arnold stuff. Yeah, so like, yeah. you know. I love it. I love yeah. it. So yeah, folks, yeah, um, check it out. go watch Fubar yeah. on Netflix. And next on, next up onto something else that I am glad I gave a chance to Disney's The Little Mermaid. Right. Tex, stay away from it. Wait for it. Pay for it. Off the bat, let's get that straight, and then we'll get right into yeah, it. Yeah, uh, before spoilers, I would say wait for it. Like, it's straight up like a, you know, I I, I liked it. I liked it enough. Mm-hmm. There are some things I didn't like. There are some things I do like. You know, I'm a big fan of the animated one. But in terms of, like, you know, uh, check it out when it hits Disney+. Plus. I think that's the thing. Like, yep. as soon as it hits Disney+, Plus, check it out. Whatever, whatever weekend it is make it your first priority. But now, you know, it's yeah. kind of like, yeah, I wouldn't go to the theater to see it. Yeah. I, I agree with Tex. Um, uh, in terms of, uh, the rating, um, I would say, wait for it. Um, a, a couple of things before we actually go into the spoilers. Mm-hmm. One, I think it's too long. Yeah. Um, I understand there's a lot of story in it. It's not fluff. Um, it's a lot of, you know, the set pieces that, you know, it's Disney, right. you know, the sinking stuff, the set pieces. So I think it's a little too long. My kids felt the length, especially my daughter um, who who loves it. But she's like, yo, this is kind of long, you know, like they were getting super comfortable by the end of that movie. I was like, yo, you better not be passing out. Here. <laughs> so it, it was a little too long. I do. Um, I do have to say that, like watching it on Disney Plus is fine. There's nothing really spectacular about the graphics. So yeah. I definitely think wasting almost three hours in the theater watching this when you can easily watch it at home with proper pauses with the family um, is not, it's, it's not the best. So for me as well, it's a big wait for you it. Also, um, mainly because of that length. Yeah, That length is you also, If you're watching at home, uh, one thing I will say is that you can't watch it during the day. You know, and you can't watch it with like you yeah. gotta close all your windows and stuff because like even yeah. in the theater, man, like this, it, it, it's something we saw in the trailers too, where it's like, yes, this is, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's like compositing or I don't know what the right word is, but it's like it's super dark, and it was a concern for us. Yeah, the color correction. Yeah. I'm at the end yeah. of it. Yeah, it, it, it's very dark. Even um, but I don't think it's um. It's, it's not just that. It's definitely the graphics. I remember when they first went underwater after the, you know, because it starts off with Eric on the boat and stuff like right. that. And then you go underwater and it just looks to me, 
I was like, yo, this doesn't look great. Yeah, at it's all. it's it's tough and, because we're still man. we're still in the wake of like Avatar and stuff like that. So it's like, yo, James Cameron Who's under the same Disney yeah, umbrella. Like, yo, by the James way. Cameron couldn't yeah. lend you some Avatar people for this water, you know? And it's not that like it's it's all that together, right? Where it's like it, it doesn't visually look super impressive, and that's that's the unfortunate no, it thing. Doesn't. Like there are some scenes too where like it it looks really wonky, uh, you know. Yeah, the hair is all off in yeah. some scenes. And it, uh, it's and then it sucks too because it doesn't do the actors any favors because you know. Um, Ariel herself, uh, you know, Halle Bailey, she's so that's the thing. She's an actual Disney princess, right? Like in terms of like yeah. casting, it's like, oh, I understand why they picked you. Cause it's like, as soon as she sings incredible, like part of your world, yeah, like she knocks that out of the park. Like it, yeah. this is modern day Ariel. You're a Disney princess and we see you for it. Like it's like we 100% see that. But then like we have her acting with like flower and like flounder and Sebastian. And it's like, well, it, she's trying to like emulate the animated movie, but the Ariel in the animated movie didn't give her much to work with either. But also, yes. it's like also as an actor, you know, you're playing off a little CG tennis balls and stuff like that. So it's like, yeah, you know, what? It's very if, tough. If you have like, not only did she start from like a rougher place, it's like you you have nothing else to inspire you and to keep going. So it's like you. Know, she comes off as a little stiff in those areas and it's like i don't i don't know if it's on her or if it's like on the movie as a whole right and i yeah i um, think that's the movie as a whole you know i have to um wholeheartedly agree with you in terms of her performance i I really felt like she was trying to mimic the movie like too much like even the cadence of the of the voice actress of ariel i forget her name was who actually showed up shows up in the Uh, movie jody benson Um, i um, believe yeah yeah she offers her the fork and the you know and the yeah, yeah, it's a fun there. little um, fun little gimmick thing. Yeah, like yeah, it's cute. but like, uh, yeah, but like, I I never really got a sense that this was ha- um, Haley Bailey, you know, behind the character. Like, it didn't. I didn't see any different persona behind Ariel. It just felt like she was trying to she's mimic trying too to much be Ariel, right? Yeah, the animated version of Ariel. Even the voice, honestly, was kind of weirdly like you know, like Ariel. And I'm like, huh? and it's it's you a know, shame like too, right? Because when she sings, it feels so modern, right? It feels like yes, it, yeah. yeah. When she she has her little inflections and stuff like that, it's like it feels like a modern Ariel. So it's like oh. But then, yeah, then you get the scenes where she's just yeah. cartoon Ariel. And- but you're right, though, Tex. Like, you know, it had to have been the production thing. Yeah. You know, like, hey, no, like, deliver it like yeah. this. You know, and also, as you mentioned, like, it's not like she was working with much, yes. you know. Um, it's funny. My wife pointed out in this version of, uh, of Little Mermaid, she does more than the version in the actual, yes. you know, the, so- ad- the animated version. Even, like, in terms of, like, uh, you know, lines. Um, and she has like a lot of voiceovers um, yeah. in the live action. They give her, they give um, her like full on songs singing in her in yeah. her head in this version. Yeah, like yeah. all voiceover songs, like in her head, just giving her, um, giving us the audience what she's thinking about the time. And my wife, who's a fan of the first movie, I mean, the original animated one, thought that was awesome because the whole, you know, the whole thing of, uh, of The Little Mermaid is that Ariel's voice is taken away. But to the point where she barely does anything in terms of have any yeah, lines yeah, at in, all, right? In the animated movie, yeah, she's like, when her voice gets taken away, she doesn't speak again until the end. Like, it's literally like you yeah. don't hear her again until the literal end of the movie when she gets everything back. And, you know, the the whole, like... The, the Ursula, the, the voice, when that, the, the voice goes back into her, that's the first time mm-hmm. you hear Ariel in the cartoon one since she lost it. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> in that sense, yes, they do add a lot. And when you get a, when you get a singer like Halle Bailey, you understand mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you know, they heard her saying part of your world. It's like, oh, let's make her more songs. Right. And yeah, exactly. 1, Why not? thousand percent. That's the whole point it. of this. And, and so that's, that's ultimately my hangup is that some of the new stuff works for me. And then also some of the new stuff is like, yo, this is long, you know? And okay. Yeah, and like, you're going to have to fill me in a little bit. I'm not too familiar with the animated okay. uh, version of it. So, um, yeah. Uh, so what are the main, what are the main takeaways in terms of uh difference in, um, in story? So, uh, in story, zero difference. One thousand okay. percent. The uh, the rest of the stuff. While you did mention it, didn't feel like filler for for someone who you know has uh, has no experience with the original one. Is has 
has intimate knowledge of the original yes, one. <laughs> yes, it's like um, it it is filler. They do add filler to like, okay. and so that's why for someone like me, it feels like it does feel like bloat. You know, because it's like they they are doing it is the exact same story beat for beat. Yeah, uh, gotcha. the only re- the only real changes. Uh, spoiler alert for Little Mermaid, both the animated one and the live action one. <laughs> the only real changes is that the the kiss the girl stuff has been changed a little to make it yeah uh, to make him because the whole the whole concept of the first one is that you know they're singing in order to get Eric to like jump on Ariel essentially to like yeah, yeah to jump on Ariel to pretty much force a kiss yes, on her and so and, 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 yeah and this one doesn't do that yes. you know appropriately so and a wise choice yes, I think and as so, well and in the cartoon um Ariel and Eric get married. Because you know the whole rushing into marriage thing, while it's Ursula's plan, it's it's here. It is it is made sure to be like, no, that's a bad idea. They're children, so you know, in the yeah. movie, they do just kind of journey off together. There's no marriage. There's no like, you know, they it, okay, you know, because okay. in the movie, uh, the movie ends with them just kind of like living their lives, right? They're like, oh, okay, now yeah, they're gonna voyage off in a ship and be freaking nomads, yeah, and, you, know? you know, and that's what Ariel <laughs> wanted to explore the world. So in a sense, the new one does does her much better than the original one in terms of like okay but the new stuff that doesn't work get the 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 songs in her head which is fine um it sucks that they like they cut out the chef song in the i, I love the chef song in the cartoon he's it's a chef who's like trying to eat sebastian he's trying to cook him and it's like it's a very violent song because he's like talking about like he's talking about like chopping him up and stuff like that so like i remember that's that sequence yeah, so in the cartoon instead of that we get the scuttlebutt song and the rapping and it's like oh this is a little scuttlebutt wasn't wasn't too bad it was a fun yeah, song but, that, but like, that's like again like obviously like i know that one wasn't in the right. actual animated movie and i was like yeah oh, that's, that's interesting that's it but that's on me that's a personal thing because that's a linwell that's lin-manuel miranda stuff and i'm like i'm tired of i'm tired of that aesthetic you know? oh wait he he does all the like all the like uh songs yeah if you too? look at the credits too at the end it says like with additional material from lin-manuel miranda like oh so he did yeah, he, and- he most likely wrote those raps and stuff like that so it's like you get that, and I'm like, I'm kind of tired of that. So it's like he was like, "Oh, I'm so clever." Yeah, I, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know the, the little changes here and there to like with the live action stuff, like uh, like under the sea, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I'm curious to think what you thought of that sequence because in the cartoon, you know, when Sebastian's like, you know, the fish play the lute, the like the carp play the harp and stuff like that, right? In the cartoon, the fish are actually doing these things. Like, it's very animated. Like, it's very, like, you know, but when he's singing in this movie, he's like, yeah, they're doing all this stuff. The, you know, the blowfish blow. Like, and fucking all. show me yes. then, all right? Thank you, yeah. right? Like- <laughs> yeah, like, they get very Lion King-ish with this. And by the way, um, for you for you guys out there, we, you know, um, we never spoke about this, but I hate yeah, not the a big live fan action of Lion King. Lion King. Yeah. I despise it like thoroughly from start to finish. Um, and they tried to do this thing with fish. Um, it's the same issue I had. I'm like, hey, you are trying to make, you know, animals who don't emote, emote. And that's a problem when you do them hyper-realistic. Yeah. Um, and that's what they did with this one too. Um, it's wild that they didn't do Sebastian like that. He was the one always emoting yes. as he was a cute little crab. Honestly, Sebastian was one of my favorite parts of the movie. Um, in terms of just fun, I think he was great. I think the animation for Sebastian was what they should have gone with more. Yeah. It was more fun. It looked like a more like a, a more whimsical version of a crab, not too detailed. Because crabs are fucking ugly, yes. dude. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're ugly. Sebastian was not. So they did a good job with that. But they made Flounder look like a fucking like, legit clownfish. Yeah, I don't think he you know was I mean? a flounder either, which is kind of like, if you're going to go through the business of making him a real fish, you know, to... To like, well, it, well, in the movie, he he was he was also a clown. Yeah, fish, you know but what I mean? you know, so but his name was Flounder yeah, in the movie but as the well. Cartoon one, it's fine because it's a cartoon, you know. But yeah, if he, but you name a fucking a fish Flounder, and, right? And you, you expect it to be a fucking yes, flat ass yes, Flounder, if right? But if no. it's a real fish, right? It's like okay, but yeah, I yeah, I didn't like Flounder. Um, I mean, Aquafina was all right as Scuttle, right? The the thing is, Um, I think what sucks too is that you know, kiss the girl, right? And that's another thing. Like, it's it's the more elaborate cartoonish songs that suffer. Like, that's what it is. Like, you know, the 
Yeah. And when you get Kiss the Girl and it's just the three of them singing it. So you hear a lot of Aquafina and stuff like that. It's one of my favorite songs in the original one. But like in the original cartoon, like you get insects and everything, like the whole the whole little marsh starts singing it, right? And it's like it's a whole thing. You get all these kinds of animals helping him sing, and that's the whole point. Like that's where Sebastian's. Why didn't they do yeah, that? That's why like, Sebastian's like, like we got to set the mood. We got to do the percussion. Yeah, these, like percussion and stuff like that. And this is when the animals start playing the like they start playing the the nature and stuff like that to help to like help emphasize, but. Help the ambiance, yes, right? Help, it, help this romance new, yeah, go. Yeah, in the new one, it's just the three of them. So all you hear is the three of them sing the sha la 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 la, and you're oh, like, oh, that's, man. And- that's annoying. It's, you know what? You see, that's that's a problem. Like I said before, like like with the Under the Sea song, you have to figure out and make up your mind like where you want to stand in, um, in terms of like how realistic you want these animals to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like I said, again, a perfect example, um, Sebastian, like he is more animated than any other creature in this movie um, in terms of actual like, you know, a small animal thing. Um, and like that works. Like I, I'm surprised they went with such a a realistic kind of design for yeah. a lot of these things and thought so realistic about it when it's like hey fucking talking about a yeah, mermaid and dude see, and that like, that was that's my issue with it overall it's mm-hmm. like it feels so like and that's what it, that's what it is it's more it also kind of feels like a nitpick because it's also like you can watch it and it'll be fine like you 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 yeah. and your family had a fine time if long you know what i mean like you probably won't see it mm-hmm. again but that's also the thing right i will i'm good. yeah it's it's definitely like a wait for it in that sense right but like it's not enough to ruin it, but it's also enough for me to be like, man, that sucks. Because the the naturalistic yeah. stuff kind of kind of makes sure makes everything darker, yes. makes the sea dark. Yeah. When it's like you know, like yeah. the the trident, exactly the trident in the cartoon is like super bright, it, super yeah, bright, and this one, super bright highlighter, yeah. and even under the sea, the sequence is full of color. Yes. You know, so and bright in the show. I was expecting the. I was expecting the theater to be just super lit up and it wasn't. I'm like, oh, you still have the under the sea kind of tone to it. And I'm like, why are you? It's like, don't be fucking done with it. Like, I get you're under the fucking sea, but you don't have to make everything so dark and yeah. murky just because you're under yeah, the sea. Yeah, it's a shame too. It makes no sense, like, dude. Ariel also kind of feels washed out. Like, I do. I, yeah. Like, it's yeah, one of those things agreed. where I'm like, everyone. I'm like, I get it. Like, her hair is a more realistic red for, you know, for the character and for people, you know, for kids at home. Um, yeah, but then you have her sisters that look totally unrealistic. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? But- like, I, and and look, completely repug. By the way, like the design and the CG used on them. Like, I'm glad at the end of the movie you see them legit as like a live action like thing, a, yeah. you know, without the CG it, behind them. Helps. And it looks way yes. better. It looks it, it looks I, way I better, do, right? Yeah. And I'm like, why didn't you do this before? Yeah, yeah you're so right. <laughs> it's like it, they really could have. I almost kind of wish they did the Aquaman thing of like making the air bubble. And you know, you know how Snyder just kind of like, we're like, oh, it's an air bubble and we just kind of have wet hair, right? And, Cause it works. It works and it's budget yes, friendly too, yeah, man. It's like just wet them up a little bit. You get to sit them on and like, and you know what, Arturo? That's, I think at the end of the day, you know, cause then like you get Ursula at the end and you, the, when she's the big CG thing, you can barely see her in this one. What'd you think of her? Like, like them actually using the octopus like way of actually walking, you know how she walking like was, that. And then she was like always flailing behind so, and so stuff. That was in the cartoon too, but it, it, it feels, yeah. it feels much more pronounced here because it's a real person yeah. actually flopping around and stuff. And right. Flopping behind that. Like at first I thought it was a good touch, but then it was very distracting for me. Um, watching it though I was distracted in the way that like I would like to have that power like I, I was thinking I was like that whole time I was like huh I think I'd, I think I'd rock some octopus legs like if I see, if like, I met like, I could it just feels like, wouldn't have to move by myself and I would <laughs> that's hilarious you know what though it feels like they made the movie dark because they really like Ursula looked great. Like I think, out of all the underwater CG stuff, um, oh, yeah. um, in terms her, of characters, her lair scenes, she looked her the best. Lair scenes and stuff like that were great, right? And Melissa McCarthy's putting on like this voice because she's trying to do the Pat yeah. Carroll thing from the original, and like it's fine. But also, it's yeah, fine. like it's I, fine. You know what I mean? It's not great. Yeah, it's good. I, you know what? You know? Arturo, I think that's my final cap on it. Like it's fine. Like it's not. Just real quick though, what do you think of um? What do you think of Javier Bardem? As uh, you know, as the king, I I liked him when he got to actually act. 
with it, like a yes. real person at the end, right? At the yes, end, when right? You, like surprisingly, I don't know where it gets super. Like, yeah, this is the cartoon too, where he like he's telling her goodbye and stuff. But like in in this one, they make it hit so much harder because Javier Bardem gets to be Javier Bardem. Like, and, yeah, yeah, finally, yes, right? He gets to actually do some acting and like, <laughs> and again, and that was the stuff. Like outside yes, of the water. Too. Yeah, when it's not you so know? distracting with so much like CG and stuff. Like, that's, you know, Arturo, that sucks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was telling my wife, I'm like, I'm like, man, that's a big missed opportunity, man. You have Javier Bardem and you don't really make him do anything until the very end like that. Like, him and Ursula should have had some like a wicked yeah, interaction, you know? know? Like, write it in. You don't even. Yeah, they had an interaction here, but it was like it was lame, dude. Right? That's it the in, problem you with know? it following so close to the movie is that you yeah, know, if man. you're adding extra stuff, they felt so afraid to add the wrong extra stuff. Like we get Eric, Eric in the movie in the original one didn't have his own song, but he gets one here, and it's like I guess to them uh, that felt like a safe thing to do, you know? And like yeah, but the, but it also it, it you also know why because they followed the same shit with the the Beauty and the yes. Beast thing where they gave the Beast his own yes, song too. It's also like. It's not enough to change the plot. It's just a, a part. Like it's, and that's yeah. You're so, uh, you're so right. If if they're adding fluff there, why not give us more yeah. Triton and Ursula, right? But no, it's like they're yeah. so scared to change it. And it's either it sucks that you have either examples like this, or you have examples where they don't change anything at all, like Lion King. And that's why Lion King doesn't work because they don't change it. That's why we don't talk about this yeah. on the show. It doesn't yeah, exist. In they my don't mind. change it. At- at all and you know with those realistic designs it all just fell apart because it's like well i can just watch the other cartoon and i'll be fine you know and john favreau's biggest regret yeah and so <laughs> yeah so with little mermaid it's like you know i can see kids now wanting to watch the live action one because that's the one they know right but also it's yeah. like and in some ways it is better than the the other one but in some ways it's it's yeah. like yeah. in some ways it's longer or bloated and like okay it's like i'd, I'd rather yeah. watch like an 80 minute cartoon and get it over with that like yeah word um before we completely wrap up this conversation text one more question um the way disney is going grabbing all their old properties and making them into live action what is one uh what is one animated property they have you would like to see live action Mm, good question uh i think hercules i kind of like i I don't know how Hercules would work because like they yeah. might have to do the Captain America thing where they get a really buff dude and CG him skinny at first for like maybe the first like 30 minutes or whatever. Yeah. Oh, that's a great And then, point. you know, and then make him like, let him show off his real, like the pull the Captain America thing. Like when he comes out, like yeah. his real yeah. body, everyone's like, Oh, and you know, cause that's what Hercules is, right? He, he gets his powers or, or yeah, you know, he starts training. He gets real buff and then like, then he's Debbie God. But first he's like a skinny little teen. So you do. I think they would have to CG in like a skinny guy and then, then let him let the dude be the dude. But like, I, I'd want to see Hercules. You know, I, I think. Yeah. By the way, now Hercules, the TV show was awesome. I mean, yeah. I mean, the, the I guy who show. plays him, not so much. <laughs> Kevin Sorbo, you know, oh my. Yeah. No, no, not the, the animated one. Oh, Remember uh, with, yeah, uh, Hercules. with young Hercules yes, when he was yes. the kid, you know, just all his adventures and, 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 and I, training I'd and stuff. I'd be curious to see how they do the, the Danny to. Tower power, it's Hercules. Yeah, I'd be curious to see how they do the Danny DeVito character too like are they would they CG like a squat dude and like you know you can just bring him back yo yo that's so true you could probably just do Danny DeVito again right you can just bring him back (laughs) man Um, for me one um, cartoon property that Disney has I would like to see live action which hopefully I hear rumors but who knows how, how real that is gargoyles I want to see some gargoyle stuff, man. Gargoyles would be cool, but it's also like, do they like gargoyles? You know, it's like, does Disney, like, Disney doesn't even want to do like a, a new gargoyles cartoon. Would they do a movie? I don't, I don't know. I think that would. You know what? I'm surprised they haven't done anything. Um, oh, I mean, it's probably they, like, like yeah, it's they, like Ducktail or something. Yeah, like like it's got to be something like that, right? Like it's something small. It's holding it up, but you'd figure, right? You'd figure gargoyles would be sweet. I'd go see that. I would love to. Oh, especially if they somehow oh. got Keith David to do the voice again for the live action Goliath. It's a wrap. But yeah, I. 
it's it's going to be interesting to see how they handle this, see how they handle Moana, Lilo and Stitch, like they, Bambi's. I think one they got coming. Frozen. Uh, yeah, eventually right? they're gonna the Frozen's the Tangled. Yeah, the, they, oh, Princess and the Frog is yeah, a good one yeah, to do. You running. know, you can bring Keith David back and put him as a uh, legit as the yeah, dude, right? Uh, Doctor Facilier, I believe. Uh, yes. Yeah, so. I'm curious. They're running out of these movies, which is funny, right? That's the thing is they're they're running out. So we'll we'll see what they do yeah. next. They can't do Pocahontas. They're running out, and then all the sequels they have are garbage for those first oh, two. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, that being said, folks, it's a wrap for this episode. Go check out Little Mermaid in theaters if you got some kids. Good time for them. But we say. Wait the forty five days for it to show up on Disney Plus yeah, over the summertime. You, know you have Especially a better if time you have at kids. home. Honestly, like, yeah, have a little you know barbecue outside. Put Little Mermaid on, you know, projector outside, and you know, enjoy the two and a half hours yeah. while you you know drink or something. Yeah, because <laughs> like you said, your your kids were burning out like towards it. So I'm like, yeah, J- yeah, dude, yeah, they were burning out towards the end for sure. But they enjoyed the movie, so that's uh, something to say for them. And big credit to them. And folks, big credit to you guys. This has been episode one fifty four of the Morgan Official corpse feed podcast i am arturo padilla the guy behind the face and with me always is mr nick valdez big shout out to del virus for all the awesome artwork you see big shout out to you guys for listening we have 153 of these episodes for you guys anywhere you get your podcasts um apple spotify amazon iHeartRadio, anything on the desktops go listen you can catch this show drop live thursdays at 4 20 on youtube live twitter on twitch Anywhere you can see the live stuff, you will catch us there on Thursdays, folks. Go check out the Crip episodes we have. Go check out the Scary World episodes we have. Go check us out on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe, you like, you comment, and you share the hell out of that thing, folks. And stay tuned for next week's episode. Very exciting. We got Spider-Verse Part 1, right? And then we also have Stephen King's The Boogeyman. Let's find out if this was actually theater-worthy, folks. We'll find out next week. Stay tuned for that. And again, remember, folks, it's a scary world out there, but we are here to walk you through it.